Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. You know, there's not really a lot to do to start a speedway season. You just need to sprinkle some water on the track, uh, give it a quick grade and Bob's very much your uncle, ready to go and race. Well, that seems to be what a lot of people uh, think. You'd be surprised at how many people think that. That's all you have to do to start a new season. So, is that all there is to it? Not in Speedway. Welcome once again to the Speedway Tavern. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Good evening. Good. Uh, are you? Have you recovered from the boredom that was uh, Ipswich and uh, Wolverhampton last night? It's not boredom. It's just shockling. So. Yeah. <laughs> from, uh... um, we should say, yeah, get well soon uh, to uh, Jason. Yeah, Crump. it was a nasty one. Really nasty one. He was lucky to get up and walk away from it. To mm. be honest. Yeah, I've, I've just seen it actually, and uh, ouch. Yes. Yeah. That's an ouch. It really was, it really was. Um, right, so, uh, yeah, so first of all, just um, let you know who's in the studio. We have got Webby. Good evening. Or Chris, as he prefers to be called, on a good day. Uh, we have got Matt. Good evening. Myself, uh, you can call me what you like. We do. We do, yes. We certainly mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and if you Must want... Must your face as well, so. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be like that, is it? <laughs> Nice to find that out early. So, uh, yeah, so if you guys want to, and we really would love you to, uh, to join in with the show tonight, Chris will tell you how to do that. Well, you're probably watching on Facebook, but you probably don't know. You can always watch, also watch it on um, YouTube, on our YouTube channel. You can also watch and listen on Twitter. Uh, just search for UK Speedway Tavern, and then you'll find us and join in. There you go. There you go. Easy as that. Easy, yeah. Very easy. Yeah, and we we uh, will love to hear all of your comments about anything Speedway related and anything to do with Birmingham City if you're taking the mick out of them. Thank you. There you go. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, um, we have on the show tonight, uh, coming up um, in a little while, in about 10 minutes or so, we've got Lawrence Rogers from Birmingham, Q of the Crossroads theme. He's just not not with us. Sorry, I wasn't... uh, uh, sorry, sorry, what did you We know? have Lawrence sorry, Rogers from sorry. Birmingham uh, uh, turning up. Better late than never, eh? Better, yeah. <laughs> Some would say better never late. So. <laughs> I think you just did. Yeah, uh, but uh, we're not actually um, bringing him on to talk about Birmingham as such, although I'm sure th- there will be a few questions asked. Um, we want to talk about what actually is involved in getting a speedway 
season up and running at um, a particular club. Um, and the reason why this has sort of become interesting to me is I've, I've sort of heard a few comments from different people over the past couple of weeks about, you know, there isn't much to do really, is there? And since I've actually been down the track helping out when I can, um, yeah, there's a lot to do. Particularly this season, of course, with all the COVID regulations. But yeah, we'll get Lawrence um, to sort of paint a picture on that one. Right, so uh, tell us about last night. Not it, last night, Monday night, I bet it you It was know. easy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, well, I mean, well, I, 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 I turned up really expecting it to be a tough meeting, to be mm-hmm. honest, because Ipswich have had a reasonable start to the season, but right from the off, Wolves just sort of went down the hit them early, hit them hard, and Ipswich didn't really recover from it, to be honest. Um, um, you know, in a very solid performance all the way through, even Tom Bagan. I mean, Tom only scored two points, but he certainly his efforts certainly deserved mm. a lot more than that. Um, and following on from the the big big win last Thursday against Kings Lynn, uh, it represents a really really good start to the season for for Wolves. But I think Kings Lynn are in are in all sorts of trouble really at the moment. Obviously, yeah. Craig Cook has has gone. Um, I get the impression that decision was made before the meeting. Okay, um, which might explain which his... might explain a few things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but last night I think was a real big statement. Um, and I think it was a it was a crucial result as well, particularly with Bellevue. Of course, they managed to get a four point win at uh, at Peterborough last night. Um, after Peterborough were forced to draw down at uh, but Manchester. Yeah, well, I mean, there's been some, yes, some interesting, interesting results in the early yeah. few weeks of the season. Yeah, Absolutely. so uh, the one that caught my eye was uh, Edinburgh Redcar, forty five forty five at both venues. I can't remember the last time that happened. Oh, I can't to be honest, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean that's a, that's a good result. I mean, I'm not not. I've been convinced by Redcar this season, but that's a pretty good result for them, to be honest. It's not bad, um, is it? And yeah, Edinburgh look pretty, pretty strong. That's who we're against tomorrow. Interesting news that uh, Ben Barker has uh, already has had the, like the, that's probably the second injury of the season. I'm not sure whether he beat Jason Crump, um, but he did it at the press and pra- at the practice yeah. when he was practicing, <laughs> broke his fingers. So. Get better soon, Ben. Yep, absolutely. And let's hope we don't have to say that too many more times. Because there's not that many writers to go around, is there? Uh, yeah, there you go. So, um, yeah, would you like to say hello to anybody, Chris? Anybody up there? Hello. Hello. Hello, Matt. Hello. Hello, Mike. Didn't see you there, sir. <laughs> oh, you mean on the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. I'll say hello to Stephen Where? Bradford, Derek Turner, Brian Book... Simon Corbett, uh, Susan Jordan, Andrew Garner, Elliot Hunt, <gasps> Derek Turner and Eric Parsons. Welcome to the Food uh, Hotel. Brilliant. Um, if there's anybody out there, <coughs> excuse me, that's got um, a match this week for your local team and you want us to sort of give our predictions for it, <laughs> you're having a laugh. Uh, <laughs> but we'll do our best. Um, but in the meantime, you've got uh, a, a difficult a journey to Sheffield uh, on Thursday, is it? That's right, yeah, we'll going to Sheffield first. <coughs> trip to Sheffield in, well, about 20 years. It's got to be. Um, you know, Sheffield had a good, they had a decent, I think if, if Troy Bachelor had managed to get himself going against Bellevue, I think they'd have probably won there, mm. to be honest. Um, mm. So that's going to be, uh, but I think we're looking at the Wolves team, I mean, Wolves have obviously have had a fantastic start and we have got riders who can do well at Sheffield. They've got, you know, experience there. So that, that promises to be a pretty interesting meeting, I think, to be honest. Um, and of course Sheffield's come back to Monmouth on next Monday so two interesting meetings coming up I think yeah and it'd be 
you know, it's interesting to see if the sort of thing that's been seems to be happening at the moment, which is very close results and being turned on their head when they go from home to away and all of that, um, which of course is what happened pretty much with the Bellevue Peterborough. Yeah, that's right. Thing. Um, it'd be interesting to see if that sort of continues with uh, Sheffield and Wolverhampton. You're probably hoping it doesn't, of course. <laughs> what What's your gut feeling? Gut feeling is Wolves will get a point out of it. I think Sheffield are strong mm-hmm. at home. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, riding on a crest of a wave at the moment, you'd fancy our chances of getting something, taking something away from Sheffield. Um yeah, so it's. Uh, I say, I mean, there's a long, long, long way to go yet. Of course, it's you know it's going to be a very, oh, yes. it's obviously a very strange season, mm. as we know. Um, and, and we're all waiting with ten to hooks for the twenty first of this month. Yeah, we're keeping our fingers crossed that fingers that will crossed, come to pass. I think we need it to. Yeah, for a lot of places. I, I mean, no, nobody's really saying it, but I think privately the promoters must be really concerned about that being pushed back mm. I mean Chris Van Stratton's already got on record as saying that Wolves certainly cannot run the whole season at a reduced capacity I think the capacity at the moment is 780 and it is noticeably down from what it would normally be mm. you can see from the gaps on the I think on the terraces on, on Radio WM last night they said the capacity was that they were allowed was 900 so I don't know whether they've got wrong information there but yeah, I think they've opened up yeah. a, some section of the um, third or fourth bend mm. Um, but there's a little bit extra. That's not going to get bringing that many more people, to be no, honest. No. Um, I think it's just you know. I think everyone's just hoping that we get these restrictions lifted, and then you know we can start having big crowds again, or big more big or, crowds for what crowds. we were. Crowds, yeah, <laughs> yes. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it would be nice. It would be. What's the capacity at Perry Bar? Do you know? We're allowed 750 at the moment. Mm. Um, what is it normally? What is the normal capacity? I've no idea. Maybe that's a question you might want to well, ask. Yes. Well, if well, it's interesting, if my information's right, then that, that's a smaller capacity than Mama, which surprises me because I think Perry Bar for me is a, is a bigger stadium. Oh, right. Well, that's all, you're talking about actual capacity or the, how many we're allowed to have. How many allowed in? We're yeah. allowed. We're allowed. The yeah, it's, it's Birmingham City Council, of course. That's that's their take on it, and they're letting us have 750 souls mm. in in the stadium. So, because there's more space in the terraces at uh, at Perry Bar than there is at Mama, mm. because of course it goes. Further round, so yeah, and I'm presuming nobody's going to be allowed in the pits either. So no, the pits will be closed. Yeah, um, n- until at least the twenty first, anyway, and then hope you know, we fingers crossed. Yeah, um, I've lost me bell. But I have to say, I mean, how excited was you going to the first meeting and thinking I'm going to see Speedway next Wolverhampton against Sips, which I know you had the the two heats previous, but it wasn't a team match, was it? No, it was, as I say, <clears> I mean, well, I mean, I said this last week. I mean, what was uh, I think that certainly that, that that thank you NHS meeting that I don't think that was really about the speedway to be honest. Mm. Well, that was just about you know well seeing some speedway again and catching up with people that you haven't seen for over a year and that was nice. Um, but yeah, it was it was nice to be actually be there and, and watch a full meeting last night. Mm. Uh, and obviously even nice to the fact that we won it comfortably. So always helps. It always helps. Always yeah, it always uh, it always helps. Ooh. Hello. Can I, can I just run through a few comments? Of course you can. Just, Absolutely. I'll lose them, you see. So okay. okay. Uh, good evening, Robbie Perks. Hope you're well, mate, says Derek Turner. Uh, Simon Corbett says, Craig Cook being released by Craig, by Kingsley Thoughts. Richard Lawson replacement pass. You might be able to make sense of that. Yeah, shall we, shall we talk about that first? Okay. Can we, yeah. Uh, 
I think um, it feels very much like Craig Cook needs some help. Needs some time away, I think. Mm. Just to sort well, of. He's just had eighteen months away. Yeah. I, uh, I think. Well, need, I suppose. I suppose he this needs is, help sorting his. Well, head this is out, a, this think. is the thing, isn't it? I mean, I think this whole pandemic has really been a strain on a lot of people. Mm. From you know, not just in terms of you know physically, but also mentally as well. Uh, it's going to affect some people more than it's affected others. Absolutely. You so know. I just, I think my only comment really is it's quite sad. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a like-for-like like replacement. No, I certainly isn't, no. Uh, but it might be the best that they could do at the moment. Um, so it's also sad for Kings Lynn as well. But, yeah, that's 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 all I can really mm. say about it. Yeah. Uh, Elliot says, uh, hello, great meeting at Wolves. We thrashed Ipswich. Superb team performance so, by all. So... I think it was probably a great team performance, but I wouldn't. Would you have called it a great meeting? You was there. There was. Uh, or was it? Oh, we won this. <laughs> there was. A, there was a couple of good races. Um, there was a. You know, Luke Becker was was terrific, a superb outside pass. I think on Danny King in his first run. In his yeah, first I read ride. About yeah, that, it was yeah. a really good pass. Um, and you know, again, I think a few riders are finding that the the famous Carlson Corridor still exists at Monmouth Green after mm-hmm. a year and a half away. Um, uh, yeah, probably in terms of racing, I suppose if you were a neutral, you probably wouldn't have enjoyed it that much. Um, Ipswich was just so poor at the start, particularly mm. early on in the meeting, and even in towards the end of the meeting when they were getting when they were getting out the gates. Really, they were just being rounded up and, and passed mm. fairly comfortably. Um, Jason Crump obviously struggled, I think, in his first couple of races. You know, after eight years away, obviously, on the green's probably not the easiest track. To, <laughs> no. Although I suppose in saying that Ipswich isn't a particularly <clears throat> easy track to. To race, um, but he was sort of finding his. He was, I think he was finding a little bit of rhythm um, in the last couple of races, and was in front in his last one, of course, when he when he came off. Um, should say as well, it was nice to see that Wolves is. I mean, obviously Wolves have got a huge Australian contingent now, and it was nice to see um, Royce Line and Sam Masters be the first to go over there and right. check that Crumpy's all right. I think there's a huge amount of respect for for Jason Crump and obviously concern as well because of the fact that he's been out for so long mm. because of his age. So that's you know you don't. Bounce around as easily when you get to that age, unfortunately. I think you bounce around, you just don't get up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I think. clears throat> just zip through a few more. Okay. Um, tracks are poorly prepared nowadays, a quick grade over and very little dirt. Uh, were the tanks I will talk about that. King's Lynn decision to release Cook is a strange one. I think they've weakened their team with no disrespect to Lawson from Craig. Oh, I think they look weak in the first place, to well, be honest. Yeah. But I mean, how many points did Cook score? Zero, wasn't it? Two, I think. Was it two? I think we're in two. So, yeah, so, mate, you know, if that's the sort of performance that he can give at the moment. And I'm, I mean, I don't know whether, you know, obviously we don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, uh, Caroline Barker <clears throat> says, hi, my name is Caroline Barker. Hello, my name is Caroline Uh, I want to say good luck to Lawrence Rogers and the guys who ride for us, Birmingham Brummies team for tomorrow evening. That's from Caroline. Brilliant. Uh, Witnessed two absolutely fantastic meetings live yesterday. First one at NSS, then travelled down to the showground. Dan Bewley certainly living up to his nickname as the Rocket Man. Really impressed with, really impressed with Tom Brennan as a rising star as well. I mean, there's a few riders that have sort of started the season on fire we spoke about Andrews Dan Beardy's had a great start of the season Dan Beardy's had a good start yeah Um, Anders Rosewell's had a good start didn't didn't quite do so well um, last night I think he got five points but um, 
he's generally had a very, very mm. good start to the I'll tell you season. somebody else has had a damn good start as well. Ulrich Ostergaard. Yes, he has. Hasn't he? Yeah. Mm. I mean, he had a tough season in 2019, mm. didn't he? So, um, Talking about the tracks, um, well, first of all, how, how did the Wolverhampton track stand up? Because there was complaints about the Wolverhampton track in the last full season, as there was in most tracks that season, because of the inability to find shale what was it like well there's some new shale being put on it this season um i think that was possibly one of the reasons why about the problems in the first meeting because mm -hmm. of the the rain and the new shale bringing it, it up um a lot i know that there's a lot of work being done at monmouth over the course of the not just the, the previous winter but during last year as well to try and bring a lot of it up to standard mm -hmm. um it was it was difficult last night because of the heat really i mean you know, you've got to. You have to remember as well. It, it's it's difficult really for walls because there's there's a very limited amount of time before a meeting that they can actually work on the track due to the constraints of the. Yeah, I mean, the Birmingham owners. have exactly yeah. the same so problem. It, was, it, it is it is it is <coughs> difficult. I think it, I think the track rode decently last night. I mean, I think towards the end of the meeting it was getting very very slick, which was understandable. I think. So it would be interesting to hear from people that have actually been and seen. Uh, their teams racing, what they think of their tracks this year. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> I think there's certainly going to be enough dirt on Birmingham's track from what I saw of it this weekend. Um, it just depends on whether they can get enough water in it, although there is a possibility of some showers tomorrow, so that might actually help the track. Yeah, natural water is the best yeah, thing absolutely, in the absolutely. As far as there isn't enough dirt on the tracks now, I think if you talk to any rider, they will say... They don't want too much dirt on the track with the way the silencers and the bikes react now that they don't, and they, don't, they actually don't need as much dirt to be able to find a line to get the extra grip to go around. So that's my understanding anyway. Yeah. So. I, was, I, was reading a book, I was reading a book a couple of years ago, but um, Wemby, when they ran in the 30s, and I think when Van Prague was the captain, he used to demand four inches of dirt. Oh, I don't oh, think Michael, you could have that on a track now. Michael, you'll remember, remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're struggling to get round a track if you had that much dirt on it now, to be honest. But yeah, well, of course, they didn't broadside quite as much in those days, did they? No, they didn't, no. <coughs> Excuse me. I'll read this last one, then I'll go and uh, fetch Lawrence. Cause of course. Past. Well, literally. Is it really? Good God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, literally. You two going on and on and on about Speedway. Oh, bloody night. <laughs> uh, Dave Twine says, Plymouth waited an hour to let people in tonight. Then the tapes would not work. Reckon the water in the track fused a lot. Okay, we ought to look at that, actually, because uh, Plymouth and Kent are racing tonight. So newcomers to the championship, of yeah. course. I'll have a look at the results of what's going on with that while you go and... Uh... OK, there's some, there's some more comments on the left-hand side for, if you run out. OK. okay. There you go. Oh, just give that a so it's currently 13 to Plymouth and 23 to Kent. Danny King's... Uh, Guesting for, yeah, for Jason Crump. Uh, he's had a three and a two. Bjarni Pedersen's only had one ride so far and scored two. Cameron Heap seems to be going quite well. Scott Nichols is going well as well. Scott Nichols has had a good start to the mm. season, hasn't he? So. He has, yeah. Uh, right, so I'm told there's some comments here. I haven't got my glasses on, so I can't see, so excuse yeah. me. <laughs> uh, so Sean Simo Simmons said, or Simpson, I beg your pardon, good luck, good to speak to Lawrence Rogers at Leicester Saturday. Like Matt said, good to speak to people you ain't seen in a while. Mm. Uh, Eric Parsons says Wolves are strong in all departments and never will have a weak reserve 
the right recipe for success. I mean, that's sort of how Birmingham feels a little bit as well, I think. I think so, yeah. Um, Dave Twine, are clubs just allowing people from the immediate area to buy season tickets? My mate has been going down Wolves years and they would not let him buy one. He got his brummy ticket, okay. Oh, to be retired, it's a hard life. There were some Ipswich fans at Monmouth last night. Yeah, I think he's talking about season tickets. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the answer to that. Yeah, they were is. quite they were quite quiet during the meeting, of course, but that has to be uh, <laughs> to be expected. Yeah, yeah, that's a shame. But there you go. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm being coughed at. <laughs> I think that is that your subtle way of telling yeah. me that Lawrence Shut is up. on the phone. Okay. <laughs> so if the technology is all working, we should have uh, Lawrence Rogers on the phone. Are you there, mate? I am. Listening to you, Lawrence. Perfect. I do apologise for that, Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't fallen asleep yet, so you're all right. <laughs> oh, it's early days, yeah. <coughs> Matt, Matt has twice. Um, right, so as, as you know, I've asked you to come on the show tonight to talk about what actually goes into starting a Speedway season off. <laughs> Where do I begin? <laughs> the list is endless. Uh, you know, Michael, you've been there quite a few weekends helping us. As you see, the list on my desk mm-hmm. gets bigger every week. But we try and tick them off and say, right, we've done that job, we've done that job, oh, we found another job. Uh, with, with the break as well for 18 months, uh, when we finally got back into the stadium, naturally things were looking a bit ropey. Uh, the track was looking terrible. But, uh, you know, thanks to the hard work of the volunteers, I, I can't thank them enough. Without them, we wouldn't be able to run. And the work of Chris Royden and them doing the track, you know, he, he treats it like it's his little baby there, mate. He, he works, he's there. Tonight, he's been there um, last week, all day Friday. He came at 9.30. I left at 6 and he was still there. Uh, you know, he, he's putting countless fellas in to try and get stuff that's right. You mentioned about the dirt before. We've mm. actually got we've actually got too much dirt on. We took them off last week. Right. So uh, we, we, we got some in 2019. Via Anders Dell. I went down to Swindon to look at the uh, shale they were using there and at Somerset. Uh, it was a good mixture, 70-30 with clay. Uh, we had one good load of that, but we've still got plenty of it on the track at the moment. So uh, we've probably got enough there for, for the season. That's great great to hear because obviously with the team Birmingham have got this year, you're going to need a bit of dirt on there. Uh, yes, you can fair <laughs> few races in there who will be for that outside line. I, I'm sure we're going to get the closest to the edge. Are going to be, is it going to be Bomber? Is it going to be Shanezy? Is it going to be Eric? You know, they're all going for it. It won't be Packer. No, no, he gets a nosebleed if he goes off the yeah. inside line. <laughs> Sorry, Paco, if you're listening. <laughs> last night. So, he, he was at the watching last night, so it was, it was nice to see uh, the Italiano Stagliano there. Um, you can say that. <laughs> <laughs> I just did. <laughs> so, got, um, going back on those jobs, mate, you know, it, it is endless. You know, we've had people there painting. We've uh, had to repair all the temporary stands because they had to be health and safety compliant with new metal in, uh, painted yellow steps. And one of the steps was five millimetres short. And Lawrence Fielding kindly made a new step for that. I must thank Lawrence and his crew for coming from Newport every weekend to work with us as well. You know, um, that, that, you know that's one of the many, 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 many jobs we've been doing. So when you first turned up at Perry Bar, when, after we, th- we, we had the go-ahead and we knew we was going to be running, 
What was the what was your first impression when you saw the track? Uh, oh my God, <laughs> where do we begin? Yeah. And at that stage, we were only allowed in on a Saturday morning, and we only had two hours to work on the uh, on the track side of it. So uh, that then improved that we were able to um, talk to the Greyhound people. Let's come Saturday and Sunday, and then we've we've managed to get a, a couple of extra days as well where we're allowed in. But uh, you know, when it's not your own track, you, you, you're reliant on your landlords. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and and. Obviously, you mentioned the um, the volunteers that turned up. Would you like to give them a, a, a call out on the radio? Have you got their names there? Uh, right, I'm going to have to get my thinking cap on. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you, you, you've got Wendy, who's been there painting like mad all the time. Well done, Wend. Um, you've got Chris Butler, Cheryl Butler. Um, uh, their daughter as well been working hard. Lawrence Fielding, Lily Statham, Tim Wright. Um, keep going, thinking, Lawrence. There's a bloke called Michael Harris as well. He, he comes and helps. Uh, John Roberts, big boy uh, racing, has helped us as well. You know, it, you've probably got about a dozen great people who, who've been there for us uh, and have been fed and watered by the T boy. Yes, the T boy and uh, the electrician. Yeah, yes, I'm very good. Oh, yes. you, you, you don't send the tea boy out to buy paint because he gets the wrong colour or he gets the wrong texture. Uh, you don't send him out to sort the electric set on the no, air because he, he he leaves it open and it pours the rain and it blows it up and then put, you know, the, the poor guys at um, poor, poor, I forgot Lewis as well and his daughter Alice must want to get those as well. Absolutely. Poor old Lewis and Michael have to wait an hour and a half then for the electric to dry out. So uh, don't trust me with anything to do with DIY. Electric, I can make a cup of tea. I can make toast and crumpets and cut the cake. <laughs> and you're quite, you're quite good dab and at hanging up signs as well. <laughs> oh yes, yes. I, I'm the zone specialist. Is it, yeah, and, the zone man we're calling him. The man. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> big, big Peter, of course, as well. Can't forget Big Pete, can we? Mm-hmm. The, the, the man who makes sure we've got no toast or crumpets left every week. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, and of course, halfway through all of that preparation of putting up kickboards, painting kickboards, putting up the air fence, checking that all out. Halfway through, we had a bit of a sort of a problem at Perry Bar, didn't we? Yeah, we turned up four Saturdays out of five to find the place broken into, stuff damaged, stuff stolen, uh, batteries gone off tractors, batteries gone from here, there and everywhere. They broke in the container and uh, took stuff out of there. Um, and then I had a lovely call at 2am on a Monday morning my phone rings, I'm thinking who the heck's ringing me now, I ignore it so it rings again 30 seconds later it's Western Police here, we're trying to get into your stadium uh, you've got a fire oh my god so that was it So uh, the, the idiots who, who had tried to um, hot wire the Bowser and then had, had stolen the battery and the uh, catalytic converter off it and, and off the other van. Uh, and then they also smashed windows on uh, Valentine's van, which was uh, parked up there, uh, and set the place on fire. So uh, that was that was a nice uh, start to a week, that was. And that really, uh, left us with, with um, things to find, things to pay for, mm. you know, you know, we put an estimation out there of uh, around fifteen to twenty thousand pounds worth of damage, etc., and stuff to be replaced. And thankfully, Tony Bowl came forward with five hundred pounds, 
and we started the GoFundMe, which I think raised over eight thousand pounds. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. That's oh, amazing, yeah. mate. So you know, the, the generosity of the Speedway people around the country. It wasn't just Birmingham fans; it was from everywhere. Yeah, that's brilliant. Um, I know. I, I know one fellow promoter who also put some money in there, and. Um, you know, I should thank you when I see him tomorrow. That's a clue. Um, <laughs> uh, Dave Twine wants to know, how's your leg? Um, well, the, the, the hip is improving. Michael's seen me hobbling about and trying to get around. The, the, it, it takes 12 months for the, the, the hip to fully um, knit in together. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's still there. But I, I have to do uh, physio three, three times a day, 15 exercises 10 times. I do 450 exercises a day, so I'm fitter now. I've been for years, and you know, it's also that I, I think I, I've lost my friend's stomach. And eating salads and fruit has been good for me. <laughs> Do you want to read that? No, last, I, I don't. This hasn't been mentioned, has it? No, really, it hasn't for so, a long yeah. time. But regarding the um, the uh, the the zone, the, the green zone, uh, Lawrence. I mean, and I, I know it's not going to affect uh, Perry Bar directly, but there's going to be a lot of fans coming from on the other side, aren't there? So we need to make sure that they. Uh, and not tomorrow, because I think it's been suspended, hasn't it, for uh, two Has weeks? It? Yeah, two weeks. I didn't hear so that. Maybe that's something we need to mention on the uh, next show. Yes, uh, avoid going through the middle of Birmingham, yeah. Yeah. Mm, which, yeah. I, which, which I do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. But, but also, I mean, there's a there's a webs website, I think it's called... The, I looked at it this yeah, morning. Yeah, uh, Brum, yes, Breathe Brum, I think. Breathe Brum. Yeah. Breathe Brum. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, if you yeah. go on that, you can put your car registration yeah, in and yeah. find out whether yeah. um, you'll get charged. I don't think there's that many cars that's going to mine. My charge. I've, I've got to pay. Yeah, well, you've got a massive car. <laughs> yeah. I've got an old you're car. You've got an old car. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, you, you know, you, you not necessarily have to avoid it. So just check um, mm. on that website. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing that's worth mentioning, Lawrence, of course, is there's a lot of works going on around uh, Perry Bar at the moment, isn't oh, it? Because yes, obviously yes, the flyover yes. has now gone. Uh, Perry Bar's train station's shut. Um, it's you get the get the. Some people are going to be maybe a bit concerned that it's going to be a bit of a nightmare getting to the place. To be honest, it is in the daytime yeah. if you're going down there. But you know, to be honest, by about six half six, it's cleared. I you know I. I I came out of the stadium tonight at probably about seven o'clock, and to be honest, there wasn't much around then. So hopefully, that'll be the same tomorrow, and people will get themselves uh, parked up. We've got the one-stop shopping centre there, but you can't cross over the same place anymore, naturally, because that the the, uh, the bridge isn't there anymore. So you've got to literally come out. You've got to come out of the one-stop, walk down towards the pub, and there's a cross in there that'll cross you over. And then just slightly walk back. It'll probably add about three or four minutes onto a journey for people. Or if they're slow like me, about 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> We're half an hour for Mike. <clears throat> Thank you. We are still trying to find a, a, another car park. I was hoping next door would help us, but they just had their uh, place tarmac, so they're not there. But there is two car parks, uh, one by the new school and one by the, the Gully Centre. I'm waiting to hear about to see if we can, we can uh, utilise those as well. We've also lost the uh, a few spaces we had in in the car park, just to the, to the um, left of, of the of, of the gates, because that is now part of the stadium because the internal uh, fences have come down. So that unfortunately will only be there for staff members and second harvest and the sponsors. 
So uh, we, we've lost a bit of space there too. So mm-hmm. it, it, what I can suggest is people try and get there as early as they can and get a spot in the, in the main car park. Which, yeah. Again, we've lost mm-hmm. some spots on that because of the electrical work that's going on. We're ready for uh, all the fun and games that, uh, that will happen uh, down the road to the, the other big stadium. Yeah, yeah. Um, to sort of go back now to get, getting everything ready for, for a season to start. Yeah. Obviously, this year has been the added pressure of the COVID regulations. And we could run people through a little bit about what that's meant. Yes, it's been a minefield, to be honest. Um, backwards and forwards, with meetings with the council, with the stadium. Um, we, we, you know, we, we've had to look at what the government suggestions are. We've got to look at what the local council are. Because if you look at every single track in the country, everyone has got different rules. And everyone, you know, some are, are allowed not to have masks. We have to, because the Birmingham Council say we've got to at the moment. Um, we've got, you know, many, many situations that affect us. Right, and one of the things there is that, you know, naturally online ticketings have to come in, which, you know, has never been known in Speedway really before, hardly at all, except for the what, Speedway Nations or the, the Grand Prix. But now every every track is having to control their numbers, you know, as Mike mentioned before, that, you know, we've got reduced capacity on what the place can hold. Uh, we can actually have 776 people if, if, we, if we count every single table that can be used in the restaurant and bar. Um, and then what I have done is w- when we had the meeting with the stadium owners um, to decide what capacities could be and what would be put into the uh, uh, the elements of the council is that we divided the stadium into into, into zones and it's ideal because there, there, there literally are the lines of where the concrete is right where the, I was able to break it down so where people want to go and watch their speedway, Hopefully they've got their tickets for, for that. If they if they haven't, they have to look at other zones that are available. Um, and I, I've I've been just finishing off some of the ones tonight. We've you know we've had, I've had people at the stadium today at five o'clock queuing up. A couple of season tickets sold. A few people wanted their tickets for the first meeting. I did load on Saturday as well. Um, I've been trying to help them because a lot of people haven't got internet access, haven't mm-hmm. got some smartphones, and want to watch their speedway. And you know. It, it, it is it is difficult because you know we, we're under these restrictions. You know the, the online ticketing ends at midnight tonight. So if you haven't got your ticket yet, get on uh, trybooking.com. It's it's the most simple system. I think uh, you know I, I've helped design. It, I suppose with the zones, but I, it you know what my zones would be. It takes me about two minutes to get their tickets. So it's it's not a hard system, and we've got the first three meetings uh, available there on trybooking.com. You know, the, the link is on the, on the website, it, it, it's on the forum, etc. But if you go to trybooking.com and put in for Birmingham, it'll, it'll come up with them. And it is a simple system. And as I said, if you haven't got your ticket, you've now got three hours and 25 minutes. Yeah. They'll, 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 at midnight, it must close down and, and we can't sell another ticket online then. Yeah. Yeah, it is a fairly straightforward system. The one that you know, they presume it's the same system that's been used at Wolves, and that is that's pretty straightforward as well. So, yeah, well, ours, I think ours is even more straightforward than that because people can just pick the exact spot where they go because the zones go from A to N. So every uh, you know along the circuit area, you've got A, then you've got B one to five, C one to four, then you've got the steps of the back D, the race stand E, and the front F. Then you've got the race stands G H I J K. 
and then L we can't use at the moment. Then says M and N run to the pit. So if you know where you stand, you can you can book your ticket quite easily. Oh, I've got I've got something. Okay, I've been asked to uh, before you go, and I'm not sending you off yet, Mother Way. <laughs> oh. um, I've been asked for for your predictions for the leagues. Well, I mean, other than Birmingham. I've, well, yes. Yeah, well, yeah. That's a not bad size. Heart and head. Heart and head. Ha- yes, heart and head. Yes. Leicester look solid throughout again, and you know, and the Thompson twins are coming on the street. Yeah, you know, I, I watched them in the national league meeting on on Saturday, and the, they're they're you know they're going to make some points this year. I think they're good. You know, uh, Glasgow got a solid side. If Mister Cook can you know get his uh, appetite back for Speedway, you know they got some good with Ulrich's riding well. Brock Nichols flying. You know, there's good lads there at Glasgow. Um, yeah, Redcast will come in tomorrow. They've got a solid side. You know, Anders Rowe's been a, a sensation this year. I, I want to know off Dell tomorrow what, what he's feeding them at home. <laughs> he's, he's about three times taller than when he was my mascot at Newport. But, you know, all, all credit to them there. To be honest, I would think that, that this is going to be a, a really close championship because, you know, and unfortunately there are one or two sides who, who don't look as strong. And, you know, and, and with some of that, it's, it's loss of riders. Mm-hmm. You know, we know we know about loss of riders and, and trying to replace them. Because I spoke to 32 riders before the phone rang from Peter Shurrock and uh, Dale Allett saying, "Do you want Eric Riss?" <laughs> the answer was yes, please. Yeah. Um, and Eric was Eric was, Eric was a joy to work to work with there and talk. Yeah, you know, we, we did a deal in five minutes. You know, which which is amazing for a lot of speedway riders, but uh, Eric gives us a, a you know a, a very strong figurehead with with Bomber. In fact, I can't see a weak link in the Birmingham side. You know, I know it's my team, but I put us down as as playoff contenders. Yeah, I I, th- I think I agree. Strong oh, team. Yeah. It is a strong it's, team. Yes, it's the, well, it's the thing of there's always going to be somebody good at reserve. I think. Oh. Exactly. Well, we built the side around Paco uh, on on a four nine three at reserve, uh, and then Jack Thomas, I know, has got a lot of ability. And you know, uh, Bomber, Bombers worked with him at Glasgow. I, I've known Jack since he started. He came to my training schools at Peterborough. We did work together there. And if you watch him at Berwick, his two easiest rides, he finished last and third. His two hardest rides, he won. Right. <laughs> and that all goes very well for the future mm. for us. It certainly all goes well for his confidence as well, which is half the battle, I think. Totally. Mm. Um, the other leagues, have you have you looked over? Well, you, you know, I, I looked a little bit, but, you know, there's been a couple of, um, you know, shot results. Like mm. Everyone was saying, oh, Peterborough, there, you've got too many, you know, experienced riders in there, but because they played against Bellevue, at Bellevue, so... Kingsley, unfortunately, as we know, have got their problems, and I I, I hope that, that you know that that can be sorted because you know it's a good club, mm-hmm. nice people, nice people there. I watched the Wolves last night, and they were uh, they were hot as hell. That's all I can say. And, you know, it was lovely to see my, one of my uh, American boys, Luke Beckett, get his first maximum, and um, and watching Brock Brock ride there, and Brock was amazing at Kingsley. And I got messaged yeah. him after and said, "Well done, son." You know, cause he's a lo- he's a lovely lad as well, and you know, I I, I want to see him do well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
that's good, some good teams in that league. And um, National League? Blimey. Right. <laughs> We've run oh, out of leagues, then you'll be happy to know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're going to give me the MSDL. Well, we're going to ask, you the, ask you the Polish League in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you, you can't forget our Duck Bear Bulls in the, in the MSDL. Yeah. Right, National League, Leicester looks strong again. Uh, they, they, they look good on Saturday when I went to watch them. They're good. Berwick uh, coming on as well. They've got some you know, good riders progressing there. You know, um, Again, it's going to be a hard battle for for all the teams. Mm-hmm. I would I wouldn't like to make a prediction on the national league, but if I was, I'd say Leicester. Okay, I think probably I'd agree with you mm. on that one. Um, come on then, MDL. Well, there's only one team, isn't there? Really? Oh, well, it's not really because Wolverhampton are our um, uh, sister track, if you like. We're helping them put the rows together. You know, we had a we had a second half. <laughs> Challenge last night between between the Wolverhampton Heathens and uh, <laughs> the Ducktail Bulls, which ended at eighteen seventeen. Where you know what a crap, what a cracking meeting. You know, unfortunately, we, we've lost Aaron Butcher for six weeks at least with mm-hmm. a broken elbow in the grass track, so that uh, will hit us. But Sheldon Davis will be back there. Look, Muff looked good last night. You know, uh, the fellows boys there. We've got you know we, we've got some good good riders coming through that. You know, and you know the aim is. A, to give them as much track time as possible. So mm-hmm. that's why yeah. I'm running the second half every single week. It, you know, we're, we're doing a, um, a Bulls Grand Prix, which involves the Bulls and the, the, the um, Birmingham Riders, because the Bulls <coughs> ride for the Birmingham Riders anyway. Oh, did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> They're Birmingham Riders under the name of Wolverhampton Heathens. Yeah. All right, we'll <laughs> see enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, i got to thank Chris, because, you know, uh, Eastbourne wanted to come into the league. We talked to various other tracks. I said to Chris, you want second halves, don't you? He said, yeah. So I'll run them. We'll sort it out. Because, you know, I, I, I've, I've got a list of riders who are good enough for the MSDL, and I want to give them as many outings as I can. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it also, I, I didn't want the league to die because, you know, it's, it's been a good league, and riders have progressed from it up, up into higher leagues, you know, all you know for all the time it's run. So, yeah. you know, yeah. thank, thank you to CVS and to Eastbourne for joining us. In, in the MSDL where the, the Bulls want to win their title again. <laughs> Fair enough. I really haven't got anything to add to any of that. Um, except now, tomorrow, against Redcar, you've got to, wow. you've got to, what's going to happen tomorrow? Well, my aim is at least 12 points to 15 for a lead to take up to Redcar on Friday. You know, and you know, I, I can't see why we can't do it. If we, it, you know, if, if we can go to Berwick and score 51 points, that's there. I'm sure we can uh, do similar around our own track tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They all looked absolutely amazing on um, last Tuesday at present practice. Valentin had a bit of an off at the weekend in Poland. He's a bit uh, sore, but uh, he's fit and raring to go. And, and, and he's out to, to score points this year, I can tell you. OK. Well, we, we look forward to seeing that. And we ought to, I suppose, talk a little bit about that result in Berwick. Good results. <laughs> it was amazing. Well, it wasn't after heat two when I was pinching myself to make sure I was still awake or I wasn't dreaming, you know, a 10 2 down. But then um, Ash and Chainsy banged in a 5 1 in heat three, and those two rode superbly together, to be honest. Um, you know, Berwick were unlucky losing um, Jai Etheridge, but uh, you, you can only, you know, beat what's in front of you, and that's, that's what they did. And we were six points down after heat eight. Threw Bomber in as a tactical. He and Scott Nichols 
uh, got a 5-1, and then we had two more 5-1s then, and it was catch me if you can. The boys were very determined because it was a meeting which we tried to get moved because, uh, to, well, for various reasons. One, we didn't want to really do away matches before we'd opened. And you know, you've got the the element of paying for them to start with, and I, we also knew that Eric was in the uh, SEC qualifier in Paderbusch, and uh, that Valentin had a Polish meeting on the Friday, and flights out of, out of there were were non-existent, and he was also then had to be on standby for the SEC when Kai Hookerbrook got air ambulance out on the Wednesday in Denmark. Um, in, in the end, he didn't have to go to uh, to uh, Czech Republic, but he, he couldn't have got back anyway. So we, we were down that. Paco wasn't due to be back because Berwick had already said yes to, to calling it off. Right. Uh, you know, uh, Newcastle moved the dates for first to September. Edinburgh wanted us to go, but then when they had their restrictions on the numbers they had, they pulled it out. So we wanted to do a Northern tour because it's, it's more sensible to do that. But in the end, we had to go to Berwick, otherwise we would have been fined. But we were determined to come away. As I said, I wanted the four points and we got the four points. And, you know, all credit to the team. And our two guests, Scott Nichols and Brock Nichols, were brilliant. Uh, but, you know, it, it was a superb start to the season. You know, top of the table, you know. Always <laughs> nice. And, you know, the aim is to stay there. Brilliant. Well, um, thank you so much, uh, Lawrence. Before you go, I'm just going to embarrass you one more time. <laughs> um I mean, what Lawrence has said today about all the volunteers um, is absolutely right, and they've all been brilliant. But what he hasn't uh, mentioned is that he's been there nearly every day for the past couple of weeks just so that people can come and sort their season tickets out if they haven't got internet and so on. And it's just made himself available to all the supporters. And you know, good on you, mate. Yeah, I, think I, I think I've lived there more than I've lived at home. Yeah. I, I did say when we get the new container... Uh, is Peter going to put a, a bed in there for me? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I've just got a, one, one thing just to go with um, Lawrence before you go, mate. Um, of course, the plan is June the 21st, all being well, it's going to be open gates. The scenario, of course, there is still a possibility, of course, that that may not happen. Is that, That's got to be something that the clubs are going to be a little bit concerned about moving forward. I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, you, you've already seen what CVS has said at Wolverhampton. I think that echoes for quite a few yeah. tracks because, you know, we're not get, we're not going to be getting the crowds that we, you know, want. And, you know, people are missing out on the speedway, and but the clubs are also losing financially. You know, I, I, I you know, I look at what Chris had that massive away win at Kingsley, and he had a big win last night with half half his normal crowd. So. Uh, He's had to dig deep into, into his piggy bank, I think, over the last few days. Yeah. Mm. Paying points money as well for all these big, school, these yeah. big scores. It's probably, yeah. Not, not going to help in yeah. some ways, I suppose, either. So. <laughs> well, ours, we, 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 we scored 51 and 6 bonus at um, Berwick, so we pay for 57 points away from home without a home meeting to pay for it. So, uh, mm. you know, all, all credit to David and Peter for... Uh, you know, for, for, for paying the boys early yeah. as well. And these next few weeks are going to be quite tough, aren't they? Until at least the twenty-first of June. And Very hopefully, much, hopefully it? then we can, uh, fingers crossed, that we can open up again and you can have uh, full crowds. Fingers crossed, mate. That's yeah. what we all want. Absolutely. Right. Well, thank you uh, once again, Lawrence, and uh, I shall see you tomorrow. Um, you take care. Thank you. Thank you.
Okay, mate. And just a reminder, if they, people want to buy their tickets, they go only get till midnight for tomorrow. Okay, brilliant. Thank you again. Thanks, Lawrence. Thanks, you Lawrence. take care, Lawrence. Yeah. Bye-bye. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There we go. Okay. Um, yeah, so there you go. It's not just... Must have any good Plymouth, by the way. Have we had uh, any more... Let's find out. I, have, yeah. I can't find anything on my phone for some reason, so... Is that, is that because you haven't paid the, the bill? No. Well, the back uh, is why are you doing flat, that? Uh, Eric Parsons has said, it's, it's a pity that uh, promoters don't own stadiums nowadays. What's your thoughts on that? Well, my thoughts is that we're very much a begging bowl sport. Mm. And... Yeah, I, I don't know what there is no answer to it unless somebody mega rich comes in and buys all the stadiums buys all the clubs and then buys all the stadiums as well so um, well no probably not he also says he also says that uh, Glasgow are in the wrong league that's been said before there's a slight problem isn't it if Glasgow did move up their local derby would be Bellevue yeah which is uh, mm. I mean to be fair it, it is easier Travelling up there now because with 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 flights, obviously in normal circumstances, mm-hmm. it's probably cheaper to fly than it is to, to drive up or go on the train. To be honest, but um, no, I think uh, I mean Glasgow. I think were the first, they were the first ones last year to sort of pull the plug on the season completely, weren't they? So yes. they are. I think they are very astute up there. And you know, at the moment, maybe they don't feel that moving into the top league would make it pay. But um, obviously, there's going to have to be more teams going up into the league that next year. Obviously, we're going by the presumption that Swindon are going to be back. Mm-hmm, um, we hope. Yeah. Obviously, I just want to say as well, real shame about um, Somerset. Oh. Of course, not going to be coming back to the tapes. That, that was a real blow. One of the best tracks. Yeah, lovely place. Lovely, lovely part of the country. Really enjoyed my, my couple of trips there, to be mm-hmm. honest. And, and they're always pretty friendly up there as yeah. well. You know, good supporters, good bunch. Can have a good crack with. It's, yeah. Yeah, it is a shame. I, I guess the hope is still there that somebody comes in and wants to run the speedway side of it and fingers crossed I suppose Tony Mull where are you when we need you Elliot's beat you to it I think 30-36 uh, after that's, 11 yeah, to Kings at Plymouth that's it we've got uh, Danny King has just dropped one point from three uh, Scott Nichols has dropped one point from no, sorry, he's dropped two points mm. from three um, Bjarni Pedersen has dropped two points from three Bjarni Pedersen's had a good start hasn't he in the he has in yet. the well, championship. Yeah, he, he should has. be really not doing any business in that league, to be fair. Mm. Uh, Dan Jilks is doing doing well. He's another one that started really yeah. well. He's had two wins and a last place. Um, so, yeah, how many heats have we got gone there? That's after heat 11. Mm. Uh, we talked about this earlier, uh, um, off air, didn't we, regarding streams? Yes. And signs of pity that uh, lots of clubs don't do it. Um, Craig's come back with saying it's down to costs for running streams. The only way clubs can afford to run a stream is if they had the facilities to do this in-house to make a pure profit. Mm, I don't, you know what? I don't think it costs that it much. Wouldn't, no. It wouldn't be difficult to do it, would it? We, we've done, I mean, we have done do live it. streams. Can do a live stream, I, think it, I, I think, think it's something that could have been looked at, certainly in the first few weeks of the season. Yeah. Because mm. you've got a lot of people who want to go and see their team, but unfortunately they can't because they can't get a ticket. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this, the next best option would be for them to be able to pay a fiver to watch it yeah. on the laptop. Yeah. I, I mean, I wonder whether the, the, uh, one way of doing that would be not to have a live stream, but to have a delayed stream. Mm. Um, 
It is, possible, it is possible to do it. Why, why have a delayed stream? To I make mean, it more attractive look, to go yeah, and I mean, see if you look at the... Um, oh, I see what you mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, the base BI, or yeah, base BI, yeah. sorry, we're, we're tweeting, you know, videos of races at Bellevue within minutes of them happening yesterday. Yeah. So it's, 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 not, it's not impossible to do. The other thing that, there's, that could potentially be an issue is, is there any terms of the deal with Eurosport that says they can't do it? Because mm. I think there was with Sky. There might well be yeah. in the Premiership. Yeah, I don't think there would be in, in the, the championship. championship. Yeah, so I don't know. But I mean, you'd, you'd like to think, given the current circumstances, they might look the other way. But mm. or yeah, even no. use some of the streams yeah. themselves yeah. for the. I mean, because they 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 did really do it. that first meeting. I was impressed with Eurosport and how they mm. they did the whole thing. Mm. Um, but, yeah. I even fell asleep after the match while he was still on. That's never happened before. <laughs> <clears throat> Wasn't the owner of Somerset on the board of directors for Speedway? Find it remarkable how it's been allowed to close. I understand COVID has probably had a big impact, but was there problems before COVID? Well, they put it down completely to COVID. COVID, didn't they? Yeah. Because they haven't been able to... Because the sort of two businesses in one at, yeah. at Somerset, as I understand it, which is the, the function side well, of Well, the it. function side, I think, was the big money spinner, wasn't mm. it, for them? And obviously not being able to use it, the start for that has, has obviously impacted on the... They hadn't got the... Because they hadn't got the speed, I had to fall back on because that wasn't running either. Mm. Yeah, but real, real shame, as I say. I mean, I, you know, I only went down to Somerset twice, but really enjoyed going down there. Terrific track, you know, friendly people. And, mm. uh, you know... Nice part of the country as well. You know, you Absolutely. can go and you can go down to the to Burnham and have a you know an afternoon on the beach and then go and watch the speedo too, right? But it's uh, fairly straightforward and easy to get to. Yeah, yep. it is. Straight to the M5. It's, it's, yeah. And it is virtually yeah. just off the M5. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you think about it, I mean, Somerset literally built that up from nothing because it was just a field mm. when they first went there in 2001, was it? Something like that. Mm. So they've, they've literally completely built that up all on their own. And they've gone to become one of the most successful. Well, in the last sort of ten years, I would say they're probably the most successful second tier club, aren't they? And mm. you know they had a couple of years going up into the top flight and had a good second season and then dropped back down last year. So or year four, twenty nineteen, I should say. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be the one thing to get to, to get to go through. Isn't it signed last year? You think twenty twenty, but no, twenty nineteen. Say the last season, and you'd be more accurate. <laughs> yes. Yeah. More comments? Uh, just regarding the um, streaming, uh, Dave Twine just said Speedway updates, phone interview, a couple of races. Why not? Well, we've done it, haven't we? Yeah. We've actually done... We've we've done... Mm. Um, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, we used to do. Yeah. We used to do... Whether it was legal or not, I don't know. But <laughs> we used to do it. <laughs> we used to do it. <laughs> yeah. Hello? Um, is well, it here, Mike? Is yeah, it here, Mike? Yeah, but, but the point is, it's it's not that difficult to do. No, 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 you know. no. I mean, and if any speedway clubs out there are interested in us doing it some for clubs, you, some yeah. clubs are doing it, aren't they? Or have done it? Yeah, I so. believe so. I think in the championship, I think. Yeah, Edinburgh did it, didn't they? That's right. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to get 4K quality, but you know, mm. it's it's certainly Edinburgh's doable. It, it, a lot will depend on on the internet connection yeah. at the stadium. Yeah. Doable, certainly, yeah. and poten- and potentially a, a bit of a you know a, a real chance to sort of get some. Some money revenue. into the club, mm. much needed as well at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, there you go then. <laughs> there we go. Dave Twine says I missed that. It was fairly early in our sort oh, of yeah. career, wasn't it? When we, right, when we yeah. did that, I mean, it's quite a while it ago. Was we early did it. trial phonings, wasn't it? User yeah. phoning and that like. Yeah. Hello, who is it? Mum, mum. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I don't want you to yet. Yeah. We, we haven't quite got the technology then that no, we've got no. now, but we, mani- <laughs> we, did we managed to do it. We did it a few times. times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. People updated. So, well, stuff they didn't go. want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, well. We're done. I think I think we are done. And oh, yeah, I, I, actually, I'd like to say this to everybody out there listening, um, and whether you're listening on podcast as well. If there's anybody you would like us to interview, mm. let us know, and we will do our best to get whoever that is. Yeah, um, yep. can't promise, but we will certainly try. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so yeah, there you go. And if you know anybody who wants to sponsor the, the show, get in we touch. would bite their hands off. Yes, yes, we would. Thank you very much. Uh, and I don't understand that last comment. No, by no, it. nobody understands what Dave Twine's talking about. <laughs> he says, I only got to TT from ST. Thanks, boys. Oh, is that a venereal disease? Or something? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> no. I don't know. We won't go there, no. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Please don't. Okay. <laughs> uh, Craig Smith says, couldn't clean, sc- clean cut sports off of streams. Mm. Don't know. <laughs> whether they want to and whether they get paid for it. I, I don't suppose. know. Whether, um, they might have done it in the past. I'm not sure. Right. Anyway, that music means we have got to go. It's just subtle so, way to links we've got to yes. go, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. See you all uh, next week and uh, enjoy your Speedway. Good night. Good night. Good Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.